Welcome to the Wiretap, episode 11. Today is Monday, the 24th of April. What's up, Chad? Hello. Hello, party people. So, Chad, <clears throat> what's the difference between a garbanzo bean and a chickpea? What is the difference? I've never paid $200 to have a garbanzo bean on my face. That's good. So, that's good. What's what's a what's okay. a don't you have that's don't you have a good, good tasteless that's joke a good first? Donald Trump joke. <laughs> yes, it is. It is just just to get everybody wrapped up. I'm just doing this to see if anyone's listening. I got Mike Ranaga. Oh, I didn't tell you. Uh, my buddy Mike uh, tweeted back that he he's 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 listening. So thanks, Mike. Okay. Thanks thanks that's, for listening. Let me know our, let me know you listener. what you thought of my joke. Yeah. As always, if you are listening, tweet us at Bob Knows Bass on Twitter and uh, let us know. Just drop us a quick line and say, hey, I'm listening. Uh, we're waiting for that to see who else is listening. Yeah, um, yeah real quick, I wanted to um, let you know there's this guy I found on Twitter yesterday, and I guess he's running for something in Australia. His name is Mark Ellis, and he's at One Nation Mark. And um, he started off, I guess he has a history, and the history is that he was a former, I couldn't find a ton of information, but um, the information that I did find was that he was a cop at one point, and he um, supposedly kidnapped uh, as uh, Aborigine teens, and then just dropped him off in the middle of nowhere. So when he uh, started coming out on Twitter, people started roasting him, and he couldn't handle it at all, right? Yeah. And he was like, oh, come on, guys. Stop it. You're being really horrible to me. Oh, stop it. And, you know, he's, he kept really feeding into the Twitter followers, and one of the things he put is uh, – can't we talk about some more things like uplifting things? Can't we talk about video games? <laughs> and that sent the Twitterverse into a, a spiral. So I tweeted him um, and I put, I'm on level nine of the Mark Ellis kidnap rampage. Uh, once I'm dumped into the brush, how do I get back home? Walk through please. So, but that was just a little bit of what people were giving. Okay, I'm looking him up right now, Mark Ellis. Okay. At Mark Ellis. Yeah, he's he's wearing a suit right now. Yeah. One na one nation. Okay. Candidate for McAllister. I have never kidnapped anyone. They came willingly. <laughs> <laughs> I love this stuff. Like it's it's totally it's totally not real. <laughs> but but yeah. but I I love tw like 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 manufactured comedian Twitter meltdowns. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, he was That's so hilarious. good, and I think he deleted a lot of his tweets mm -hmm. from yesterday. Um, you know, but uh, it's it's amazing. People are giving out the phone numbers, and um, you know. So it, it, it's it's fun. Speaking it's of, fun. Melt of, of meltdowns, <clears throat> I want to get into uh, some some uh, topical events going on right now. Uh, I think Bill O'Reilly is having a good month, man. I mean, if you think your month is bad. Well, here's my thing. I don't think he's crying over it at all. I, I think he's... I mean, with a $25 million severance package, I actually just looked at Washington Post. He's going to have a podcast. Yeah, he has one today. Oh, he he, he just released one, right? They they just yeah. scooped right in to to get that started, didn't they? Yeah, and I have a feeling he would go right into podcasting. Not that his normal viewers would be listening, but you know, I think I, a lot of his his viewer base doesn't know how to download a podcast. No, when you're a prick like Bill O'Reilly, like none of this stuff will affect you. It's everybody else's fault. Yeah. So he'll figure out a way to to blame everybody else for his bullshit. And, um, but it's good that he's gone. You know, they yeah. don't have, uh, he was they the don't have king a lot of other of cable news on the top mm -hmm. rated cable show on, on the, uh, as far as viewers. I mean, it, it was, he was a complete ass and a bully and, uh, he got what was coming to him. So to catch you, the listener up on, on April 1st, the New York times revealed that 
Bill O'Reilly and Fox News had settled for th- with total $13 million for all the cases for sexual harassment involving Bill O'Reilly. And it was just a matter of course. To, that, that was just like attached to him, kind of like the stink off pig pen. You know, that you get Bill O'Reilly, you get sexual harassment. You just kind of deal with it. But on April 3rd, <clears throat> Bill, he, Bill's lawyers were threatening lawsuits against all the, the accusations. Of course, these usual things, the, the stuff that Bill Cosby said are, and Bill Cosby supporters were saying were that like these women are just after money. Then more and more stuff comes out, and Trump defends him on the 5th and says, he's a good guy, he's nice to me. You know the, the, the addict's line of thinking. He's nice to me, so therefore he's a good person. And on the 19th, Bill was fired. It all fell apart in 20 years of cable news career. Just fell apart in a total of 19 days. And I think it's a bigger uh, issue than just Bill O'Reilly. It's because people are just outraged and they're, they're sick of misogyny. And in general, misogynists don't have a future. Misogynists don't have a place moving forward. In society, we're we're and look at the women's march. People are sick of it. Men are sick of it. It's no longer a boys' club. You know, look at Bill and look at Roger Ailes. They're two peas in a pod. You know, and they're gone for the same reason. And it became and and they wanted to keep them. They they want to keep their number one earner. The thing is, with all the endorsements, all all the support falling apart, it was not financially feasible to keep them anymore. So. That's right. You grab him by the wallet, you know, and, and then it, that argument that the they just want money. The, these women, you know, it falls apart when you look at Wendy Walsh, who came forward, but she didn't want any money. She just wanted it to be known. Like, yeah, this guy's a complete asshole. And we all knew that. But I mean, good riddance, you know, another one bites the he'll, dust. He'll still be around. He'll still be, be around. <laughs> and, you know, what's funny is that uh, there's a lot of Fox News uh, at supporters, you know, Bill O'Reilly supporters that are now like mad at Fa- Fox News. Good, good. Just knock them down a peg. And- it's interesting because I want to know what. I mean, I have a lot of family that listens to Bill O'Reilly, and I'd be interested to see what what where they get their takes from now because he's gone. So. They're not gonna and they're not gonna listen to They're podcasts. not gonna listen to a podcast. They won't listen to your podcast, so why would they listen to, <laughs> to, to They're not invited to listen to my they're podcast. They're not invited anyways. So So and, uh, and then anyway also they, also yeah. what's happening, like like this is just one in a string of, of people that are conservative talking heads that are being just brought down little by little. Alex Jones, what was happening with him is that the But I don't know if they're being brought down in different ways. Bill O'Reilly was brought down by people and advertisers and the pressure of the people contacting those advertisers saying they aren't going to listen or they're going to want not watch a show anymore. So he was brought down that way. Everybody else is in a lot of other turmoil. So um, well, 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 T- Tammy Lauren was fired because she had a right, she, thought in, yeah, in her head. She had nothing to do with like the people had nothing to do with her firing. It had to do with uh, Glenn Beck not, yeah. mm-hmm. not liking that she had a sensible thing to say. Like, wait, maybe big government, you know, means that they should leave women's bodies alone, and they shouldn't be in- interfering in a woman's rights rights to choose. Right? It was the first like logical thought she had, and all of a sudden she gets fired for it. Alex Jones apparently it's a character. These, well, this, that's, these what he, that's what he's artists. saying for his divorce, that it's performance art. Yeah, because you can't raise a child being a complete lunatic. And he's asking people yeah. to be responsible. A Sandy Hook denier is asking people to be responsible and respectful. You know, right. They, they can all go to hell, man. I, you know, so I really think yeah. that it's it's. A question that you need to ask these people is, are you a conservative or are you just an asshole? Because are you talking about Alex Jones? People I'm just saying in, in general, like I know people who are conservatives 
And I know people who are assholes, and they just tend to lean towards being a conservative. I, I know conservatives who aren't assholes, but uh, I think it just it just lends itself to to the belief. Like I like I'm 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 a not happy person. I'm, I'm I don't like when people succeed. I like to bring I like to cut down people, and I really don't want to see anybody come up. And I've uh, I I really feel like I've been, you know betrayed by life life is kicking me in the nuts so i don't want anybody else to be happy so i'm just gonna go ahead and and you know be a republican because okay that's my ideal i agree with that but i also i also think that you could you can factor in the people who the college students who are protesting every speaker who comes in to talk at berkeley Mm -hmm. and uh i think they're part of the problem too yeah so you know those those people you have you have conservatives and Fox News viewers who have their their views about race and people and uh, you know politics, <clears throat> and then you have the the real left at Berkeley that won't let anybody speak there if they don't want them to, and that defeats the purpose of uh, first of all is free speech mm-hmm. and what you're fighting for. And so you you run into the the issue of um, no the, you know yeah the, the, Milo, the right is, the Milo story played out perfectly. Well, you, you know, that he but didn't, you also he didn't get have, brought down by not being able to talk. He was brought down by being able to talk. And which is which is, I don't think is a good idea. I don't think it's a good thing. They should be able to speak there. Yeah, uh, Ann Coulter is suing Berkeley for, for reneging on their, um, on her speech the other day uh, or her speech that she was supposed to have this weekend. And I think you're seeing, instead of seeing, uh, Democrats or liberal youth, um, allow someone to come speak, but you don't buy a ticket and that's how you protest and have nobody show up, uh, you know, or maybe two or three, you're going to shut the whole thing down because you don't like what they're saying. Learn some better tactics, I think. Well, uh, it's like Obama is saying, the right talks to the right, the left talks to the left. There's no in between. There's no middle. The liberals watch MSNBC. The conservatives, they watch Fox. There's no in between now. And the youth, uh, especially up at Berkeley, while there's, you know, lots of intelligent people there and they have great takes on things, the same point, there's nobody out there that I've seen that stepped up and said, look, we got to let these people speak, but let's not buy a ticket. That's how we protest. We don't need to prevent them from coming and talking. Let them come and talk. Let them say what they have to say. We honor the, the, the right to free, free, but what, free what, speech. What, but do you, what do you think about hate speech? Should hate speech be allowed? Uh, yeah, I think I think – uh, especially, uh, obviously, you don't have a member of the Ku Klux Klan go and, and do a, a, a speaking engagement. But the uh, line's getting re- really blurred. Do you get let Richard Spencer then? Who's no, a, no, no, no. We're, t- white we're talking and, and Coulter, and, and you have to also factor in that the students need to. Um, you know they need to the define side. who the public speak well and they need to do, they need to talk to the administration and say look um what why are you first of all why are you booking most of these people um second you know if you're doing it for controversy and you're doing it to build uh you know uh, reputation then you know that that's you need to stop but they're not going to get like David Duke, and they're not going to get any anybody in a, a Klan's costume. But Ann Coulter, yeah, she said things that 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 are shock value. But the best thing to to do to affect Ann Coulter is hit her right in the ego, and it's it, she, you give her more power by canceling her speech. You give her more power by protesting her, as opposed to just not buying a ticket, and not showing up. She's a then she sad, can... sad woman. Yeah, but who? But there are people that follow trying, her, trying to sell books. But it, it doesn't matter. And you know what? She's going to sell books to her her base now, 
And she's going to advertise to her base now because she gets fuel for the fire of her uh, of her argument. The youth is whiny. They don't know what they want. They're, they want their safe spaces. Uh, that's not how life is. And there are people that are really fired up about that. Mm-hmm. And so you're giving her the opportunity to spew off whatever hate she wants to. Let her spew it off to an empty room. What is she going to say? At that point, what, is she going to blame everybody for not buying a ticket? You know, but let her go and speak. So you have the conservatives who are a-holes or whatever you, you, you want to call them. But you also have liberals that are, uh, you know, almost the same uh, on a different, you know, uh, with different issues. So it, it's, 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 it's frustrating. I, and it gets worse. You, you, you talk to any comedian that does college tours now. And they'll tell you that it is a bitch to do college tours because you yeah, have to be careful about what you say. Everybody's trying really hard to be offended, and mm-hmm. it sucks. Oh, I totally get that, man. But so, but okay, I I totally get that. Yes, people need to lighten the fuck up. It's 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 comedy, <clears throat> and and I'm 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 all for like it like it. I lay out, you know, we're up for all the amendments. Like I am personally. Things need to be adjusted, but the First Amendment, it's its protection. And, and rights for some means rights for none. Cause right, and you just have to use common sense when you're booking people. You don't book Alex Jones. You don't book, uh, you know, uh, Milo at Berkeley. You don't book... I well, mean, you can make a career Fulton. out of being just a sensational right-wing blowhard, apparently. There's, there's, there's lots of people vying for that spot. You know, you don't even need to be all that original. You just got, got to like question Obama's country of origin and you have all kinds of people that are willing to sign up. Yeah, it's, it's very, that that's true. Um, and the left doesn't really have anybody like that. And if they did in the right was, if I was a conservative who was, Looking to that, I you, would you say, oh, well, like politicians. Robert Reich isn't being a, a, a no. He's like compared to Ann Coulter and Milo. Absolutely not. Oh, it's not no exciting. It's because it's not exciting. It's not like provocative or sexy to listen to Robert Reich speak. But um, you're, I mean, you're right. There's there's nobody on the on the other side who 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 you're saying, oh, well, well you know, Bernie had a lot of support, but. Yeah, but there's nobody on the radio or on television that is pushing uh, Bernie Sanders. I mean, maybe they would say um, Rachel Maddow, but I, you know, even at that, um, she's she's very uh, less out. Uh, I I actually think that now that Bill O'Reilly's out of the top spot, you're going to see Rachel Maddow be like the new queen, I guess, of uh, cable news. Like, I I don't think there's a bigger name on the big channels right now i think i don't know i you know my feeling on on cable news is that all of them are cnn msnbc as well as fox it really is the i guess anderson cooper would would, would be in front of her but like i like i think i think i think bill o'reilly's firing is the end of an era man yeah, it's all it's all for ratings. It's not you don't get your true news from CNN or MSNBC or they're pandering to their demographic. So it's just like a TV show or it's just like a reality show. Or keeping the sponsors so, happy. Yeah. Right. So you're you're getting Rachel Maddow talking about Russia. You're getting her talking about Donald Trump about. every day. Right. Every day she talks about it, and every day. Uh, people will say how brilliant she is. Her followers will, and you have the same thing with Bill O'Reilly. But it's all for for ratings. The the real news that that I I've seen uh, that you can get, and even then it's kind of uh, you know skewed. I don't know. It's hard to follow. Not skewed. It's just a little bit boring. Is um, is Al Jazeera and and BBC News, but you know, here's the thing: people are growing up now, and they're watching MSNBC and they're watching Fox and they're watching CNN, 
and all you're getting is like 18 talking heads at the same time interrupting each other, talking over each other, just fighting who's constantly. That guy, who's that guy from Fox and Friends? The, like, There's a lot of them. They're they're all the, horrible. They're, yeah, it's not just yeah. They're 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 all bad. Steve Ducey's really Ducey, bad. Ducey, yeah. And in fact, there's some rumblings about Ducey and and, and Sean Hannity, like with sec, uh, supposed sexual harassment clauses, because you know that kind of behavior, yeah. I guess, is acceptable over there, or at least the culture for the last twenty years, it's been. But yeah, I think it, it was run things. like the show Mad Men. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a great yeah. analogy. Like Fox was a modern day version of trying to be Mad Men. And, yeah. and like the Sean Hannity story is just so sad. Like he invites some some panelists to his room and she says no. And then he gets he like yells at her <laughs> because he, he is he came on. He came on to her like a bitch, apparently. Yeah. Well, and, you know, here's the thing. Um, the. The, the people are going to come out of the woodwork now to try to get Sean Hannity out. And what happens when the right decides to go after Anderson Cooper or Rachel Maddow or, you know, and they start these, to these, these are two, organize you just and pull advertisers. You just named two gay people? Not to, well, no, in, in two love, people on prime in, time. In, in probably very healthy relationships. <laughs> right, but I'm talking about on prime time news. Both of them are, are, are prime time. Those are the two people who are kind of the leaders of the, the, the network that they uh, are oh, a part yeah, of. Yeah, okay. And so what you do is – so you have the left that masked and organized and got rid of Bill O'Reilly. Now, what happens when Rachel Maddow says one thing that is not something that sits well with some people or – uh, Anderson Cooper he plays. Oh, a they, safe, they don't but... even have to, to 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 do that. Like things will be invented by the other side, and so when that happens, will, will what thrown. I'm saying is, once that happens, I think, uh, well, you know, and the and you know why one of the things we should talk about is why getting Bill O'Reilly kicked off of Fox is also a bad thing, and it starts the wheel. For people to oh, say, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you're going to get much support on that. Like, okay, if it was really a witch hunt of unprecedented levels since the McCarthy era, then you might have a point. If they were just inventing this shit. But no, no one deserves it more than Bill O'Reilly. Okay, I don't care I what agree, side of the I agree the with offensive. you at the same point. I agree with you at the same point. There have been people that have been kicked off... Um, for less, and if he, uh, if the, if people can start to notice that, what happens when people start to amass? They say, "Oh, you know what? We don't like what she just said, and we don't like the way Rachel Maddow is doing this or that." Let's let's start talk. Let's start contacting the advertisers because it worked for Bill O'Reilly, and if if enough people contact, uh, you know, we might be able to get rid of. I, I don't. I don't perceive a possible scenario where that could happen I all they have really to say don't. all they have to do they don't have she doesn't have to do anything all they have to do is get enough people to say we're not watching her anymore we're not we're not participating in 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 viewing we're not buying your product if if there's enough people out there that that but rally around my, that my, idea, my point is like like the firing of bill o'reilly ties completely to the women's march it's saying we are sick and tired of misogyny and you're going to get, right, get right. but financially that doesn't mean by that it. it doesn't have to be something smaller or something at all. It just has to be people saying we're not going to buy your product anymore. And if there's enough people that go out there and find their advertisers for Rachel Maddow because they're pissed off about Bill O'Reilly or they're pissed off about the viewpoints of someone like Rachel Maddow. Well, they, they always make noises like that, though, Chad. They always say, oh, well, then we're, we're going to you know, protest this, like when Ivanka right. is Trump. So right. And so what's the – so the, the question is, is what happens when the conservative right decide to get together – and go after someone like Rachel Maddow, or go after someone like Lawrence O'Donnell, or go after someone like Anderson Cooper. <clears throat> or has that ever worked? Jake Tapper. It worked with Bill O'Reilly. No, no. Has that ever worked on the conservatives going after a, a a liberal media news figure? 
they haven't had to because the right has always carried the banner for uh, for cable news. Ah, okay, okay. So, so I, I see, I see where I finally see where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. So, so the the polite left is not going to is not really going to get attacked by the the conservatives on on the right side but i really just don't see a scenario where it's the equivalent i really don't see an equivalent scenario on the other side what happens at, what, what's your favorite tv show I, I don't even have cable man i cut the cable when you when you did when you did have what, what's your breaking bad right breaking bad yeah so what happens if Bill O'Reilly can get kicked off the air and he makes $20 million for that network a year and he's pulling in ratings like you wouldn't believe, what happens if there's the same amount of people who pissed, that got pissed off at Bill O'Reilly? What if another group gets pissed off because uh, you know they're making meth? And that's not a good uh, standard for kids. And that's not, you know, that's on television and, and it's not on pay TV. It's on basic cable. Then they don't have to watch. Right. But what happens when they start to go after their advertisers? Uh, I, 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 I just don't see that as a, as a strong argument. I, I mean, okay, that's called the free market, Chad. That's, that's called, okay. So is Bill O'Reilly. He was free market. He was the free market and the free market chose and he got fired. Right. And so that's what I'm saying. So now you get the wheel turning. You get people thinking, okay, well, if they can get Bill O'Reilly off tit for tat, we're going to do the but same thing. you time. have to settle $13 million in settlements for sexually harassing people along the way. That's, that's an important part of it. I, I, think, I miss, no, I, miss I, I, I think that if you're going to fire Bill O'Reilly, because Fox did not want to do that. He was their top earner. He was their top show. He was a legend in cable news. They did not want to fire him. They mm-hmm. had to. Okay, so all the truth coming to light. You also have Don Imus, who says the the phrase "nappy headed hose" on on the air, and he got pulled. Yes. So all it takes that's is, called the free market. Take, <laughs> what? That yes, that that's called America. That's called the free market. Right. So so that's what I'm saying. So it's, so so in that case, I'm full support of the free market. You get someone as big as Bill O'Reilly, and he goes down, then the wheels start to turn, and people start to get vengeful, and then they're like, "Well, if we could take down those advertisers, we could go after uh, these programs, then maybe they'll start." Sometimes it'll work. Sometimes it won't. But Taking Bill O'Reilly down opens a whole Pandora's box of people saying, all right, if that works, then we could do this or we can do that. I mean, I want to, I want to look back at this in a year's time and see if there's anything like it that, that happened. Like, I think it's an interesting idea, Chad, but I really, I just, I just don't see it happening. I, th- I think that when you've settled $13 million in settlements in, and, and your, and your network has covered for you because it's a boys club. I mean, mm-hmm. there's 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 no precedence for that, and I think don't think there's any repeating that. Okay, it's not going to happen so, again. So let's 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 go back to Don Imus. Don Imus said uh, the phrase that he did: "All it takes is saying something that rubs someone the wrong way." So, every are you saying that Rachel Maddow is not going to offend anybody in the next year? Okay, and yes. Do, okay, I see where you're going with that. But like, here's the thing: what you do is you offer a retraction, an apology. And you move on. Happens all the fucking time. Okay, so let's say let's say she she offers that. You think the right's going to be like, oh, okay? Uh, no, they're going to be out for blood. Okay, and that's well, what I'm saying. Let's, you let's, get let's take Sean thing. Spicer, right? And his gaffe mm-hmm. about you know. Yeah, but the, he has no advertisers. The Holocaust. There's no advertisers for him. There was he, out, he no runs. there there was outrage to get him to fire him. Right, people but, wanted but him fired they, after that until you offered that's based a, a on retraction. Solely, right, but that's solely based on Donald Trump, whether he gets fired or not. Yeah. Rachel Maddow, Bill O'Reilly, they're they're the reason they're on the air is because they get paid, and that money is made through advertising. Right, so, um, so Ford and Honda and and uh, whatever other um, advertisers left Bill O'Reilly because of the pressure 
All it takes is 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 some loud, I think, angry people. No, no. I think the difference is scale. Okay. If Rachel Maddow says something controversial, rubs people the wrong way, and uh, is is slandered for it, and, and she's her job's at risk, what is she going to say that is so out there? Is she going to say that 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 consent between a, a minor? I mean, we don't and, know. And, it doesn't and, have to be anything that we're offended by. It has to be something that the right can pick up and run. They pick the ball up and they run with it. It could be something that we think is so trivial, but because but they do that all the time. They did it all the time with Obama, man. But the, Obama's the, president is different. He's yeah. not getting paid by Miller Lite, okay. and Budweiser, you and you know what I'm saying. I see what you mean. But <clears throat> like the scale, so, okay. What what got Milo fired, and what? And what got Bill O'Reilly fired are things that are reasonable to anybody on either side of the political aisle. They're reasonable things. Okay, you 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 had to pay thirteen million dollars to women because you you you've been harassing them forever. It's not just it's not an isolated incident. It's a complete culture, and that comes to light. And all of a sudden, oh, you lost your job. The advertisements advertisers pulled out you 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 just you say that molestation can be a good thing in certain cases uh no milo you lost your job you're out okay i i think the only person i would defend is tammy lauren <laughs> honestly although i think i find her despicable she was the actual person that said oh okay well maybe the government should stay out of women's bodies Okay, and she gets some claps on the view, and of course she's going to change her dependence, her her opinion depending on who's who's looking at her. But that's a perfect example of what you're talking about, manufactured outrage. Well, actually, it's not a perfect example <clears throat> because she was fired yeah, by Glenn and, Beck. I mean, if you look up, if you look up shows that have been canceled due to outrage, there's at least thirteen of them right now. Oh, okay, are you canceled. looking? Are you looking that up right now? Yeah, yeah, and I'll give you a couple. Basketball Wives of Miami was, can, was <laughs> that, canceled. That, that should have been canceled on, on principle alone. Paula Dean. Paula Dean got canceled. Oh, that's right. Because of something Paul, that she Paula said. Dean, yeah. No, no. Paula Dean was the whole, like, she wanted a, a, a southern, uh, like, like wedding or some, some event with, like, black slaves. Well, she, <laughs> she, she told an old racist joke from years before, and... She ended up losing her show because of it, because people were outraged by what she said. Good. Uh, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby <clears throat> had a show ready to go for Netflix, <coughs> and he hasn't been convicted. I know, I you know, it, it, uh, overwhelming evidence says that he's uh, uh, not a good dude, but um, you know, he had a show, and there was public outrage. Gone. Um, you know, there's a. Uh, I'm trying to see some other shows that people would know. I'm looking up right now. Um, BAPS, a show that uh, was on Lifetime, Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher was okay, canceled. What, what was, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, what, what did Bill Maher say? Uh, there was one time where he, okay, I, I had had to look up the particular thing that Bill Maher. Maher's show was pulled off of the network on ABC after a groundswell grew when he disagreed with President Bush, who had called the 9-11 terrorists cowards. Marr said that the U.S. was the real cowards lobbing cruise missiles from 2,000 miles away, needless to say, with the oh, tensions yeah, running yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that. my point. All it takes is something for someone to jump on. And you know what? The liberals probably didn't blast Bill Marr for that. Maybe they did at the time. It was 9-11. It was right around there. But at the same point, you know, it's uh, it's uh, so you're saying that this this Bill O'Reilly firing is a double edged sword. Yes, we absolutely. Should, we should, I we think you open be, Pandora's box. We should and we could celebrate for the time being. But be careful because, you know, there's always something that 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 happens, you know, and I would be careful if I was uh, any of the other uh, newscasters. Yeah, um, I, I don't I, I think that if. Bill O'Reilly was like fired right away, then it would be a different story. But when your top show, like they don't want to fire him. Like I can't stress this enough. They don't want to fire him. They had to because the advertisers pulled out. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's bad, man. 
It's not just a gaffe. Because he's had plenty oh, of no, things that, that would have would have gotten Bill, lesser Bill, people fired. Right. He said yeah, he's already the, said plenty of things. Said plenty of things. Insulted plenty of people. Right, but that was that was far under the radar because it was too powerful, and there was nothing to pin on him. When you're lesser than where he's at, you can be fired for a lot less. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's you know, it's it's pretty crazy. So. Um, yeah, so that I, 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 it's great that he's gone, and we should celebrate the fact that he's no longer on television. He's not a good human being. I think he's a total phony in mm-hmm. the first place. Yeah. But, um, you know, he, you know, you know, the, the people that were his supporters will jump on that bandwagon the minute someone says something bad. They'll, they'll, they'll be on the lookout. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to go after a TV show or anything like that. I'm saying. Yeah, they they can do that. Someone though. that's popular, they yeah. can do they can do that. So, but I don't think they're going to take anybody down. It's interesting to see, but I, my personal opinion is I don't think they're going to take anybody down. You got to get them at the the advertisers, the sponsors. They have to pull out. Yeah, and 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 it, and it can't be something as benign as saying that. Oh, you know, maybe you know, the 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 terrorists ha- had a reason for attacking us or something something really like. That, that's like, oh, man, I don't think you should have said that, or a gaffe of some sort. Yeah. It has to be sexually harassing women as a culture, okay? And I don't think you're going to see that from the left. I'm sorry. Maybe. Well, <clears throat> who, knows? who knows? Yeah, I mean, look, Bill, Omar, uh, Bill Maher got fired. Uh, that's true, he for, got fired, but he, then he got an HBO show, and he's still going strong. Well, now he is, yes. But before... Yeah, it, you know, it, was, it was a rough spot for him. It was a rough spot for him, you know. Now, Sam Harris yeah. has taken a lot of flack, and I, I tend to agree with a lot of the things that he said. But you know, there it's it toes the line, man. Like like pe- people don't want to s- say that you you like Sam what Sam Harris has to say. Yeah, from the left and the right, actually. Right, right. So yeah, so it's an interesting thing to think about. You know, you never know. I don't think he'll go off into obscurity. I think he'll still be around. I think you're going to see him. Uh, you know, I don't think he'll ever be on television again. But, you know. I kind of want to hear his podcast. podcast. I kind of want to hear it because I, I don't know if he knows that. He's like, well, I'm just talking to you because, you know, this is the new thing. And uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to articulate himself as well as he does, like, with a camera on him. You know. Because and, and then well, he, he, I don't know if he has guests on and he could yell at his guests or I, I have no idea. It'll be really interesting, yeah. but I don't think it, it, any podcast, unless it's uh, kind of niche and humorous, uh, it doesn't last or it, it fades into the you know into the kind of the void. So uh, and w- what people say. When was the last time you heard a news? segment where they were talking about controversial things someone said in a podcast yeah it's or even the radio well you know what i, I mean, mean it just I, never I think, happens i think we're at the cusp of it man like in five years like no one would, would would think that you know when the young turks came out for instance i'm just throwing them out there that do you they, like the young turks they're going to be a force ah you know i go back and forth i, I think that it's a circle jerk a lot of times lately yeah I think they're really knowledgeable and they have their information, but they're like, as a, as an older guy now, I just, I find them obnoxious. I'll say, I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe five, six years ago, I was all about it. I was like, yes, this is the only thing that I, I, I like to listen to, but now there's other sources and you don't see a conservative on the young Turks. You don't see yeah. anybody who, who who's like kind of. Which defending. is another thing that I think we need. We need a balance. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, you know the story about Dave Rubin, right? The no, I know the story about Paul Rubin. Oh, okay, yeah, but this, well, it, okay, it was. It's a little. It's a little bit interesting, but uh, Dave Rubin was was like this this gay like leftist sort of, but you know, smart guy. You know, not not overtly flamboyant or anything, and he left the Young Turks, and now he's like a conservative, talking yeah. point, saying that yeah, no, he it left. Changes. He he let he left the the left because the progressive ideals didn't agree with him and he hated the hypocrisy and he stated a lot of things that you stated. So I think it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting. I actually kind of like Dave Rubin, but now I, I follow him on Twitter and it's like, okay, you're 
trying not to say anything negative about Trump because you know your audience now. Right. Okay, and right. that's just not going to When there's apply. a lot of money to be made in that industry. Exactly. Just just like kind, kind of like doubting the people that are investigating Russia. It's like it's a market. Yeah. It's a whole marketplace. Yeah. But the story of Paul Rubens is even more interesting. Tell me the story that's, of Paul Rubens. Oh, the story. Sort of, everybody knows the story of Paul Rubens. He went into a movie theater and decided yeah, to exactly. have a little bit of happy time. You, you know, I, I actually know people who know him. That's another guy that was taken down because of controversy. Well, this show was canceled. Well, because you, he, when you have a children's show, we're talking about Pee Wee here, people. When you have a children's show, you probably shouldn't jerk off in a movie theater. I'm just saying. I don't even think he was. I think did he get caught? I don't. I don't know. Do you remember his mugshot? He shot? actually got. Remember his mugshot? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so ch check this out. And, and and I actually think that I follow Pee Wee on Instagram, and I think that it actually is him because. It fits the type. Like Paul Rubens is just a, a a weird guy. He like he collected a lot of things, you know, a lot of like weird old videos. He's kind of like me, you know. How I always I always find like these really strange obscure videos on YouTube, and 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 share them. It's like he had like interest, but like the the late seventies, early eighties version of that. And so he used to collect a lot of videos of weird shit and weird porn. You know, he just had all kinds of trinkets and knickknacks, and you know, he just. He, 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 I, I actually think that, you know, if you look at the history, you know, he was at the, he was started at, in, in Groundlings in like the seventies, man. So no, it was in the eighties. It was in the eighties. Oh, you sure? Yeah. And he, okay. he created this character and it was so popular that they couldn't hold it at Groundlings theater. They actually had to have it at the, the Roxy. Dude, I, 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 I want, was so big. I'm going to find this picture on, on Instagram, dude, because like he took a picture the guy that just, who founded Groundlings, who just died. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm -hmm. it's an old picture, and you, you look at him; he's so young, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, wow. Yeah, I, I think that it actually goes back to the late seventies, honestly. Because uh, okay, go, okay, go ahead and and take me to the next segment, my friend. All right. So we found this random question generator, and uh, I thought it would be fun to just throw out random questions. And uh, we'll do that for a little bit. You can go and do it yourself. You can go to conversationstarters.com. And all okay, it does I, I, is I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut you off. I'm, I'm sorry, brother. Um, rest in peace, Gary Austin, founder of The Groundlings. And this picture of Paul Rubens as, as a really young guy. And I met Gary when I joined the group, The Groundlings, in 1977. Yeah, but he didn't create his Pee Wee character until the 80s. No, if you look at the HBO special for Pee Wee's Playhouse, it was 80 or 81. So yeah. it had been a thing, but yeah, you're right. Late seventies, really early eighties. Yeah. So, all right. So conversation, uh, conversation And we'll throw out some random questions and I'll go first. Go ahead, man. And, uh, let's see. Um, do you prefer to take baths or showers? Showers. Why? Quick, easy. I just turn on some cold water, jump in, and I am out. Have you ever taken a bath as an adult? I have, actually. I, I took a, a, I've an Epsom salt bath when I was training for the marathon uh, okay. after a 20-mile run. It's just it's weird as an adult. Yeah. It's like my legs are too long for this. I have long legs. so I don't like it because you're sitting there, and if there's not bubbles in it, your junk is just floating around, and it's like the bath water gets still. It's really uncomfortable. I don't know why it's something that kids enjoy. As a, as a kid, it, it's just maybe because the showers are maybe more intense. As a kid, I don't know. Let me ask but, you this, uh, Chad. Have you, adult, have you experimented with cold showers? Have I, what do you mean experimented with cold? Is that just a general question or is there like, an underlining? Like do, do you usually take hot showers? Um, most of the time. Like I've had, I've done cold showers a couple of times if I have to wake up really fast and get ready for the day. But most of the time it's like piping hot. Oh, really? Like piping burning hot? My skin. I, I, I don't want to do piping hot. Uh, like I, I actually try to get it as cold as I can be comfortable with. And it, it really stimulates like my uh, my my nervous system because okay. it's, it's, it's a shock and like you get out and and it, it's a little painful at the time but when you get out 
it's like you're just feel like alive like refreshed right more so than when okay. i take like hot or, or warm showers all right okay all right is this tmi you don't have to answer this but have you ever taken a bath with your lady um you could plead the fifth uh, um okay not recently or, but uh, or with a lady yeah but yeah, i'm gonna plead the fifth on, on that one uh let's so, sarah silverman has a great joke where she said if you ever take a shower with your if you ever take a shower with your boyfriend your boobs will end up shining clean like sparkling <laughs> shiny Wonderful. that's exactly what happens it's like a magnet like you just you just are like all right well i'm in here let me wash your boobs and that'll be totally I, I, okay I, I just go, I would else. find that such an inconvenience. So it's like I'm trying to just get out the door. <laughs> like okay. I, I, I'm a very functional type of person. Like I, I like you know I don't even want anybody in the bathroom while I'm taking showers. It's like I just want to get this done with. Okay. okay. Here, here's my random question for you. Okay. Uh, what is something new that you've learned this past week? Did you ask that as a random question or? This is the conversation starter website that you, that you, that you sent me. Okay. To. What did I learn? I learned not to go to Disneyland in a weather that's 110 degrees. Uh, that was awful. Mm. Uh, it was like, it was actually like 95 and it was just dead heat. And there were so many disgusting smells when you're at Disneyland and it's hot, you're dealing with all kinds of BO yeah. And you're dealing with all kinds of bad cologne and you're dealing with uh, every disgusting possible smell. Not only that, but there's places in Disneyland that you could stand and then all of a sudden you start to get a like a like a bouquet of shit in your nose mm -hmm. and you realize you're standing right above the sewer. And oh, yeah. you would think that Disney would cover that up. Uh, but they did not. You you go to Disneyland have. as an adult. Right. Yeah. And, and I've gotten actually I've gotten some of your friends mad at me because I had this belief and, and I haven't been to Disneyland for a lot of years until I had a kid. Now I enjoy going to Disneyland because I enjoy taking my kid. But um, I would say that I don't need to go to Disneyland. I've had a good childhood. <laughs> like I, I don't need that that stimulation of oh the wonderment of Tomorrowland or, or, or no, I just I, I, I kind of don't really I, I, I guess I get it. But I just not one of those people that goes to Disneyland as an adult. For me, I go for yeah. my kid, but not for me. It's like See, oh, I, I can't I like to wait go to go to Disneyland. You, yeah, no, I think it takes you away from the reality of uh, of of every day. I think Jim Beam uh, takes me away from the reality. Captain Morgan takes me away from that. Yeah. Okay. okay. When was the last time you drank Captain Morgan? I, I'm sorry. I, I actually, yeah. I had a hot toddy the other day. Okay, no, right. no, I, 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 I get it. Sorry to cut you off. Go on. Mm -hmm. What is your least favorite chore? My least favorite chore. I did it today. It was the dishes. Okay, why do you hate it? Oh, you know, it's like I don't hate it. It's just like when I'm, it's usually at a point where it's it has to be done and there's no room to do it, and so like I'm I'm making a big pile. But this week I was like, you know what? I've been really letting this slack and putting way too much on Monica to do this so i just took all the dishes and i did it and i was like well, I feel do you good have it. a do you have a do you have a dishwasher yeah did yeah, she ever I get call, mad i at married you? her did she ever get <laughs> did she ever get mad at you when uh you don't wash the dishes completely before you put them in the dishwasher um Yes, like it's more like when i don't like get the underside of the pan i just clean the inside of the pan but like there's some some like food on the side of it, so I didn't do it that well. Even though the dishwasher will take care of it, yeah. No, I get but that too. but yeah, yeah. But I, I we don't put the pans in the dishwasher. We usually put the pans on the side, but we put the, like the actual dishes in the dishwasher. Okay. It's still like the, okay. the food on the side of the bowl and and everything. But all right, yeah, all right. I think that's my least favorite. What's your least favorite? My least favorite chore is cleaning the toilets. Mm. Cleaning the toilets is not fun. Uh, especially guest bathroom toilets. Uh, that's that's disgusting. Um, and also cleaning uh, the uh, you know your significant not your personally but just generally significant others hair out of the drain. Mm. I mean, um, 
And that's never fun. Have you ever gotten into the shower and there's hair everywhere and you're like, where did all this come from? Yeah, Why it's usually is there... just like a disgusting second where I just pick up the clump and throw it in the trash. And, and Yeah, and right? I, it, really, it, I really just don't get, I don't get too squeamish about it though. Yeah, so actually this, this, I have, I have a, a, a question that just came up. I, it relates to an earlier question. What's the longest you've gone without showering? Um, probably I went Is camping it... one time and it was like three days. Oh man. Gnarly. Yeah, it was horrible. Like yeah, I, it was horrible. I, I've gone maybe a day and I'm just like, God, I stink. I, 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 I can't imagine being like European or in the countryside or, or even somebody living a thousand years ago. It's like, Oh, I showered once a month. It's like, it's yeah. like how, how did, did you live? Yeah, three days Three days was a long time, yeah. and that was not fun. Um, that was the last time I ever went camping. Okay. Okay. Here, here's, here's my – oh, did you uh, – oh, We'll, yeah, we'll make, we'll make okay. this the last one because I, I want to uh, ask you something else, but go ahead. Okay, let's see. Um, what was the least favorite thing that you had to deal with last week? Far and away, my radiation therapy. Okay, why? On one day in particular, it was just I had to drive down because I like riding my bike down because I had parked in like a parking uh, spot that was doing on the street and it was doing street cleaning. And so I had to like move it. And it was just like, you know what, man? Like, I just want to sleep in because this this stuff is draining me. Mm-hmm. Like the, the radiation therapy is seriously draining me and I'm just kept alive by copious amounts of calories and caffeine. Mm-hmm. So I'm just in, I'm, I, I'm not in terrible shape. I'm not, I'm not in the worst shape of my life, but I'm in bad shape for me. Right. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm trying to, to, to change this up, but the man radiation therapy stops this Thursday. So I'm excited about that, man. Um, it's, it's becoming a burden. And I always, I told myself I'm not, this is not, this is a no complaint experiment. I'm not allowed to complain about it. Maybe I just did, but I'm not going to allow, I don't get to complain. I don't get to, to say that my life's hard for any particular reason, but I can say to answer your question, that was a displeasurable thing to do simply because it was Monday. It was just, I couldn't ride my bike because I had to move my truck. So I couldn't turn it into something that I could use. And I take any mm-hmm. event that's like hard for me or something that, you know, other people would complain about and say, how do I put this into the system and come out the other end with something that's usable that I can call an experience or, or something or other. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to, to ask you something I asked you last week. What did you think of meditation and doing? Uh... It was fine. I didn't have a lot of time. Uh, there were a lot of distractions mm-hmm. uh, this week, so uh, I might try it a little bit more. But it was it was it was fine. It did was. You, did you, know... you find yourself able to get into a place where you could actually turn off your narrative, your thoughts? I did. I did. Uh, I think that it's not. Um... It's not something that I think I'm probably going to do often, but, uh, you know, I could see the benefit in it. You know, it was, um, you know, I I think I have to give it a a real try this week. Uh, Last week, there was uh, just a lot of stuff going on. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll give it another shot. But, um, you know, uh, it's interesting. You know, you, you have to take a lot of time out uh, to get it done and, uh, you know, focus on it. So I definitely think that, uh, it's beneficial. Uh, if I continue with it after that next week, it'll be interesting. Sorry for the sound we'll in the see. background. I turned on my app. I just wanted to check. I, I, I've gone 57 days in a row okay. of meditating without, I mean, I've been doing it for over a year and I had mm-hmm. starts and stops. Sometimes it's, I just do a breathing meditation, but, uh, it, the clarity and the uh, just the, the little bit of discipline that's that it offers me, like starting first thing, 
10 minutes, close my eyes, sit on the couch, cross leg, and just get into a good headspace. And then I just go mm-hmm. off in my day and I, I, just, I just don't feel like I'm being attacked by my thoughts. Or I'm, I don't feel like I'm being like, you know, attacked by my negative self-dialogue or, or at least I can recognize it as a negative narrative and say, oh, oh, you're being an asshole. Stop that. And then move on. So when I feel like, you know, bitching about the radiation therapy, it's just like, ah, you know what? You, you, you don't have it that bad. Oh boy. Yeah. You didn't make it to your goal weight. Oh, you had all these plans to lose all this weight, and now you're you're heavier than you were before. So what? You have your health. You're married to a wonderful girl. You have an an incredible child. You do what you love every day, musically. You have these great things coming up. Oh, listener, uh, if you want to see me on the Daytime Emmy Awards, just go to the Daytime Emmy Awards Facebook page. And click on the live stream. It's going to be December 30th, Sunday. <laughs> this is going December. to air. I'm sorry. What am I talking about? I'm so tired. Um, sorry. It's going to be April 30th. April 30th. Why did I say December? I'm so tired. Uh, April 30th on Sunday. I, maybe I thought that, that Sunday is like the last day of the week and, and December is the last month of the year. That's how hmm. out of it I am. I'm a stupid man. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday the 30th, you'll be able to see me. This this is probably going <laughs> to air after that date. I just realized it. Once again, I'm yeah. really tired and fatigued all the time. But that's okay. I'm not going to complain yeah. about it, Chad. That's right. That's right. So That's good. So what, what would you like me to uh, explore as far as a new thing to check out this week, Chad? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to think about it and I'm going to tweet you uh, later this week and I'll tweet you a link to something and then the viewers can kind of follow along and see how that works. If you are following, again, tweet Phil at Bob Knows Bass and let us know that you're listening. If you're listening okay. to the podcast, tweet us out. Let us know you're listening. Just a quick Hey! Hey! What's up? Hey! What's up? I'm listening, that's, and and and, and, we'll, and we'll give you. We're a not going to harass you. We'll give you a shout yeah. out, maybe if you want, if you want. But uh, here's yeah. what I want you. Uh, what I'm recommending for you, uh, a YouTube channel called Beyond the Press, and okay. it's just it's fascinating to me. It just it's like a this great little distraction. It's like these people. They're from Finland. They're Finnish, and they okay. they they do these videos by a frozen lake. And they'll okay. drop a hot, a piece of hot mold, molten lead on top of the ice to see if it's going to break through. And it's so cool. And there's a video like mixing Coke with liquid nitrogen in slow motion. What does that look like? What happens if you take a, a, a incredibly hot piece of metal, I think it's called tungsten, and then put it on top of the world lar- world's largest gummy bear. <laughs> what does that look like? And it's like all the sugar melts. It's just, and they're just like crazy Finnish people that like do these awesome experiments. It's kind of like Mythbusters, but like mm-hmm. there's no myths. <laughs> it's just like, let's see what happens if we do this. Oh, isn't that cool? So yeah. I, I just, it's just my, my fun little distraction that I'm involved in. Awesome. Right all right. I'll it's definitely no check that No benefit. Out for sure. It's just, Beyond the press, I, I like the channel. It's it's my little, okay, my little defusing thing. So yeah, th- okay, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Uh, make sure you give us a tweet, a little tweet, 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 for Chad and I. God, that that was terrible. <laughs> a little tweet, tweet, tweet. Chad, c- can you save me? And you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> you did it twice. We've just lost our one listener. Ah, oh, Mike, come back, come back, Mike. Anyways, thanks for listening. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Catch you later. Bye. The Wiretap is produced by Phil Romo and Chad Costello. Logo and artwork by Jasmine Michelle Designs. Recorded in Burbank, California. 